Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Draws are out and it's time for the first Grand Slam of the year. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Australian Open preview show from The Passing Shots. And welcome to The Passing Shot, the tennis podcast by fans for fans with Joel and Kim. Today, we are going to be dissecting the men and women's draws from the Australian Open. We are 24 hours away, Kim, from the first Grand Slam of the year. I know that we're kind of thousands of miles away on the other side of the world, but I am I am here, I am excited, and I can't wait. Me too. And I've just been scouring the draws, Joel, for our, our favourite players. And they're not there. There's no Dennis Isterman or Malik Jaziri. They didn't even make qualifying. Malik Jaziri, I think, I actually Googled him. He's playing like some random ITF challenger in the middle of nowhere. Oh. I think he actually got to the final. Got to oh, the that's final. Good. I mean, lost in the final. But uh, So he might not be yeah. so excited about the Australian Open, but I definitely <laughs> am, despite his absence. Um, <laughs> I've just been looking, you know, through all the draws this weekend and trying to see if my predictions that I made a couple of weeks ago will still come true. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of certain that Djokovic is, is, is going to walk away with the title. Um, he, although he's, you know, he hasn't got the easiest draw, but uh, I can't see it being anyone else but him but let's have a look at like the top seeds and kind of their projected pathways uh see if there's any i don't know bogeymen that might uh stop them on their way uh in an early round um or what have you um should we start with Djokovic I mean yeah let's start with Novak Djokovic because I still think he is the form I mean he is the favorite like there's no doubt he is the favorite going into the Australian Open given his you know his record in Melbourne but also given his record this season, it just looks like we've already kind of entered peak Djokovic, uh, you know, phase. And I mean, he is going to be a tough, he is going to be a tough person to beat. But having said that, I think of the, you know, the big three, he's got probably the trickiest, trickiest round one match, I'd say. Jan Leonard Struff. Um, yeah, that's the night session on the first, on the first day tomorrow. So yeah, that could be, could be a bit tricky. Um, I, he might lose a set, perhaps. I, I I don't know what form Struff is in. And I mean, the only thing I would say about Djokovic is that, you know, because of the ATP Cup, I don't know if that would have altered his preparations because he doesn't normally play 
uh, a warm up event going into the AO. So I'm not sure if that would, you know, make any difference at all. Um, having played, you know, quite a few matches there, but I mean, I, he's going for his eighth title, which that alone, you know, says everything. And in, interestingly, Serena Williams will also be going for her eighth AO title, which I thought was, if they both end up winning, that's quite a nice storyline, isn't it? Uh, we're looking at his his path. I mean, as I say, we've got Struff in the first round who, you know, I think genuinely could be quite a tough uh, first round opponent. Um, he went two and one at the ATP Cup. Uh, he beat Oji Aliasim quite comfortably one and four. Um, and just generally, I think he's been, um, you know, he's been quite decent at Grand Slams. He's not really done it in, in Australia. But um, yeah, I certainly think that could be a little bit of a um, I think he's, Djokovic is going to be need to be on his game from the first point in round one. But if he comes through that, he's got either a, a qualifier or Ito from Japan. Then for British fans, he could come up against Dan Evans in the third round, um, followed by potentially Schwartzman or Laovic, who I also think has been had a, quite a fairly good start to the season. Although um, I can't see a fellow serve beating Djokovic. Uh, no, I, I don't think they'd allow that to happen, would they? I, I just can't see that happening. <laughs> Imagine the outcry. It's Imagine a bit like when outcry. Rafa plays Spanish players. They, they <laughs> don't tend to do very well against him. Yeah. But getting into the, the business end uh, from the quarterfinal stage, I mean, he has Sissipas or Bautista Agut in his quarter um, and then potentially Federer in the semifinals. And then, of course, Nadal or Medvedev uh, on the bottom half, he could he could meet in the finals. So, you know, we could have, uh, you know, a we could already have a kind of a repeat of the ATP Cup kind of singles rubber between you know Djokovic and, and Nadal. We could have that again in, in the final in the Australian Open. But um, yeah, I've, you know, I've. I think I think you you'd be fairly happy with that you know you come through the first round you know probably a bit of a tester um and I think yeah you you, you shouldn't lose too many you know you shouldn't have too many minutes on court I think going into kind of the business end do you think Yeah I think Sitsipas is probably the first genuine danger man for Djokovic um and that's that's just assuming Sitsipas kind of keeps his form going from the end of last year you know when he clinched the world tour finals so uh, and as for Dan Evans I've actually got him losing in the second round so I don't know if he's going to get to the third <laughs> round match up with Djokovic although I oh, would like him, him to I mean yes. what if Dan Evans took Djokovic out this is very wishful thinking getting way too ahead of ourselves but that would be quite a story well I mean <laughs> who knows I mean we'll be talking about that in a bit because uh, that was part of our we did ask our listeners about Evans and where he would get yeah. to as part of our collector set so we'll we'll come on to those predictions in a bit but yeah I I don't know I feel a bit optimistic now I think um you know I think Evans could I, I'm not saying Evans is going to take out Novak Djokovic and you know get to but know, he needs to make the most of his seeding but... doesn't he in his yes, first he time being seed needs to make the most of it um, let's look at Rafa's projected draw so I think for Rafa like he's not really going to face a test until the fourth round where you know we've got a potential Kyrgios uh, <laughs> match up which is obviously going to be a popcorn night session match um, if it does come to that um, yeah, his first few rounds, Hugo Delian, uh, possibly Del Bonis or Zhao Sao's in the second round, and then a bit of Carino Busta third round, who on his day is a very good player. Um, but yeah, Kyrgios fourth round, it's it's kind of looking looking likely. Um, obviously, we saw them play each other at Wimbledon, and that was quite entertaining. I don't know if Kyrgios is going to get to the fourth round. I mean, Rafa might not. It's not certain, but 
oh. <laughs> I mean, I think we've, I think we've seen. I like, I, I like to think we've seen a new Nick Kyrgios this season, and you know, this is not the Nick Kyrgios where I'm going to be like, you have to almost take it like match by match. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I kind of am a bit like. Uh, the, I, I am excited potentially by a Nadal Kyrgios fourth round match, but again, I just think we have to take that round by round because you know Nick Kyrgios is almost like what's what side of the bed does he wake up on? But um, yes, I think that could be a very tasty m- matchup. Um, For sure. And then, then moving on Fire from works. that, you know, <laughs> and moving on from that, you know, quarterfinals could face Dominic Team. Who, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. It's like, for, me, about. <laughs> for me, about uh, up, up for debate whether Dominic Team gets to the quarterfinals. Personally, yeah. I don't know what our listeners think, but you know, was wasn't that great in in the ATP Cup, and that's really his only kind of you know match competitive uh, match practice. Yeah, um, he lost to Borna Koric and Hubert Herkash, um in three sets. So, and you know, he's never actually been past the fourth round at the Australian Open. Dominic no, team. So, so a, um, again, yeah. I, I I wouldn't bet on him getting to the quarters. Um, maybe we're underestimating him, but he just doesn't. I know he did really well at the World Tour Finals at the end of the year. Um, you know, almost won it, but. Yeah, something in my mind when I think of Dominic Team now coming into the AO, I don't see him up there. Um, I yeah, and also I think also you know we spoke about Medvedev uh, doing very well at the ATP Cup, becoming the fourth seed at the expense of Team. I obviously don't think that's helped Team's favours. So mm. you know, yeah, having to face kind of potentially Nadal in the quarterfinal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, again, I I can't see Team getting out of week one being brutally honest so you think um, he might be the first um big like big, big seed, seed in the men's draw I to fall so. in week one yeah. okay but who knows <laughs> and then we and then we have in the semis medvedev or Z- i mean not zverev. My script. <laughs> optimistically <laughs> i put on my script it could be alexander zverev well, but, well again you know i think again zverev probably zverev more than team is a is a walking seed in the first week Let, you know, surely. Surely, yeah. I mean, and also, um, I think Andre Rublev is in this compartment of the draw and would face Medvedev in the quarter if, if you know, Rublev gets that far on. Rublev is kind of the man of the moment. He hasn't lost a, a match in 2020. He's won two back-to-back titles, Doha and Adelaide. So I've got him reaching the quarters personally um i don't think he would beat medvedev but i think um he might give him a run for his money it, it remains to be seen you know rublev on a, on a slam stage if he can kind of keep up his form over you know consecutive five set matches but yeah i certainly think it probably will yeah. be medvedev um medvedev nadal semi-final in which case we could be on for a repeat of the the classic US Open final from last year. We, if if that does happen, Kim, we I feel like we almost might as well reschedule our catch up uh, <laughs> already uh, to like you know the next afternoon because yeah that went on to like the middle of the night. But um, yeah, that that would be I mean that would be a treat for the fans. And then yeah, again, could play Djokovic uh, or Federer in in the finals. So do you think? I mean, let's know. look at talking with Roger Federer. Um, I think he's got. An all right draw. Um, he, I think he's got Steve Johnson in the first round. I think that's a walk in the park for Federer. Kryanovic, second round, possibly. Herkaj, third round, be interesting because he's that, been in good me, form. Yeah, that for me is a that is for me is a bit of a danger 
um a what like a watch out i think for me um Could be some set danger but not federer losing well, kind of danger i, I, I mean federer mm. has had that rogue sort of has lost to players we were just like not expecting um and yeah you know, i mean you could uh, do like a john millman <laughs> yeah that's US what Open i mean and, and, yeah and, and and also kind of you know federer has not played yet this season you know he's not played um you know he's he's not played any warm-up events didn't play atp cup so you know going into australia you know going into melbourne you know is he going to be short of match practice because um, he used to play the hopman cup didn't he um mm. quite a lot so yeah this will be different in terms of that he hasn't he hasn't had a, a warm-up but um i mean he's got shapovalov in the fourth round or or could be grigor dimitrov who obviously beat him at the us open um so i think his yeah third and fourth round maybe a bit dodgy Quarterfinal though, Berrettini or Fognini, I oh, can't see either of them like upsetting no. Federer. So I think if Federer can get through third and fourth round, he'll be well on his way to a matchup with Djokovic. If you are a player in that quarter with Berrettini and Fognini, you, I think you'd be licking your lips. Uh, I will be, I will be very impressed if Berrettini or Fognini uh, get to get to the quarterfinal stage um you know we, yeah Berrettini had a great season last year I feel like there's this overriding sense that it was a bit of a not a fluke but like a you know he had his he's had his moment um but you, you know he might find it carry on. this season <laughs> well, well I'd love for him to prove me wrong let's let's see but I just I just cannot see for uh, Berrettini or Fognini no. getting I think we could have a a first time quarterfinalist you know come up against Roger Federer and then almost p- possibly a lamb to the slaughter scenario <laughs> before six uh, love six love yeah. six one yeah before you know potentially Djokovic or Sispas in the semis you know it could be a re- you know Sispas that could be a rematch if if you know he does the unthinkable comes through Novak and then yeah I mean we're all banking on a Fidal final aren't we uh well, I mean, I'm sure a lot of fans would, would love that. It could well happen because they're in opposing sides of the draw. And obviously that was the final back in 2017, I believe. So, um, yeah, if Rafa lost no another Australian Open though. final, I would be quite annoyed because he's already lost like four Aussie Open finals. So um, it would be lovely to see him get another title here. Um, yeah, let's have a look. Uh, and then the, the fourth seed, obviously, as we said earlier, is Medvedev. Um, so I think his draw is perhaps the most intriguing. Like he's got Francis TFO, who was a quarter finalist here last year in the first round. Um, so I mean, that's a bit more of a bad draw for TFO rather than Medvedev, but um, might be quite an interesting match. And then he could have Songa in the third round. He could have Stan the Man in the fourth round or Isner. So I think Medvedev might be playing some you know, having some really good cracking matches and maybe, you know, endearing himself to the the crowds of AO <laughs> yeah. like he did at the US. I was, I was just thinking that. Is there gonna be more is there gonna be more banter and dialogue between <laughs> Daniel Medvedev and I almost I'm looking forward to his post match conferences more than his matches. I think that Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh yeah he he's got I mean he's got some tough opponents, but you feel like he's he's able to like grind, you know, grind them out in, you know, tight three four set four sets or yeah but um I, yeah i don't know medvedev i mean he is the fourth seed do you think he can make the most of, you know can he make the most of that do you think you know with this draw could he, 
could he get to the semi-finals? I mean, I think it's possible, but I do think like obviously he did so well, you know, this US Open hardcore swing last summer and then he got, you know, very tired um in the latter stages. So I mean, if he's fresh, hopefully he would regain the form of last summer, but it's still early days in the sense that he hasn't yet proven that he can maintain that form for a really long period of time. So if he was full early, you know, in this slam, there would maybe be question marks about, I don't know, his longevity at the top, whether it was kind of a fluke that he played so well last year. It's true. But I mean, like ATP Cup, I think he went, I think he didn't lose a match. I think yeah, he, went he was very no. impressive. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think he's, at the moment, I still think, you know, he's carrying on that form from last season. But yeah, let's see. Let us see how he does uh, in the AO. Um moving let's move on so we've kind of discussed kind of the top the top four um top four seeds um of course there are some very tasty round one matches um you know i think we already spoke about medvedev tfo which uh again i think is a very nice matchup one 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 um match that did stand out for me bautista Agut versus feliciano lopez oh no i was so annoyed that like Lopez kind of got RBA because I just thought actually Feli was playing himself into a bit of form, wasn't he? He yeah. um, was he played really well in. Or, was it it was one of yeah, it was one of them, wasn't it? And, and he, he had he to play two matches in in one day again. It was like reminiscent of his his run at Queens, <laughs> where he was just like on court for the whole day. Um, and then he goes and gets Baudista Agu in the in the first round, who is obviously Mister Consistent. And actually, I think. Bautista Agu, he yeah, he reached the quarters here last year, didn't he? And obviously he the Andy knocked Murray out Andy Murray. Yeah, mm. he was um, you know, big name for that for doing that. So yeah, that'll be an interesting matchup. We've also got uh for, well, Fognini's playing Riley Apelka, so I think that could go either way. Um we've got Borna Korich against Sam Query. God, what what's happened to Sam Query? He's really um gone off the radar, hasn't he? Uh Goffan against Jeremy Shardy, that would be quite a a flowing match yeah. and then I think that'd be um, a very beautiful match pretty to watch match yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so and we've also um we've also got kevin anderson who's now back from injury obviously former world number four um and he could face i think taylor fritz in the second round they've both got qualifiers in the first round but i think anderson's look quite tasty on you know so soon from his kind of a quite a yeah. lengthy injury layoff so um you know again i think he could be he could be someone to reckon with certainly going into potentially going into the second week also for our british players um as we mentioned dan evans he oh who's he got in the first round he's got um a winnable match i think um let me just have a look uh what's he got he's got um Mackenzie McDonald. Oh, Mackenzie okay. McDonald. I knew it was go. someone that I like had previously watched quite a few matches of. Um I mean that could be a really entertaining match, but given Dan's recent form, uh what was it? He reached the quarters in Adelaide, losing to Rublev, which is a really solid uh performance. And yes, he did for the first time at a slam. Um he's got Mackenzie McDonald first round, possibly Laszlo Gere in the second round. A Serbian player and then again possibly Djokovic third round so we'll see I, I mean I don't see him getting beyond the third round but um if he could you know justify his his seeding that would be great and then we've got Carl Edmund he well he's playing Dusan Lajevic yeah, yeah. In the first tough round, one I think that's easy. a tough one yeah no. I, um, I wouldn't be surprised I mean I think I would be more surprised 
surprised at Edmund. Edmund? Uh, Edmund. Yeah, I think I expect Edmund to maybe lose that in four or f- four or five. I think Lavic has had a really good start. Mm. You know, it was with you know it was with the Serbia team that you know got to the um, ATP Cup final. Um, well, they won yeah, it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they won the thing. Um, um, but Edmund does have a new coach, doesn't he? Franco Davin, who I guess is most famous for proving previously having coached Del Potro when he won the US Open. Um, and obviously Edmund on on these courts has has good history from two That's years true. ago. That is very true. So you never know. So, uh, okay. Then we've got Cam Norrie against uh, Pierre Hubert. So I don't expect Cam to win that one, but I think it's possible. It's not the worst draw for him, but I would give Hubert the edge on, on that one. Mm. I think, yeah, I think obviously Dan Evans probably our best, our best shot without... With, with the absence of Andy Murray. And let's actually just quickly talk about that because it did come out in the news earlier this week that he is still recuperating from this pelvic injury. And he shared an update that basically said that he's not, uh, he's pulled out of, I think, was it Rotterdam? And Montpellier. And, and Montpellier, that's yeah. it. Um, so he's he's not even put a date back on you know when he's going to be back on court, which for British fans, I don't know about others, but for me, it's a bit, it's a bit worrying. Um, but let's, you know, let's just hope we can get, he can come back on it on a tennis court because yeah, it's, it feels like it's been too long already. No, um, definitely, it's uh, it's just endless frustration, isn't it? But let's hope he can get back on court and kind of carry on the the comeback. Uh, but let's take a quick break now, and then we'll be back to discuss the women's draw. So, Joel. Uh, Women's draw time. Who's your money on for for the AI? I know before, um, like before any tennis was played uh, in 2020, and before the draws were done, I had put Simona Halep as my AO winner, which I'm really not sure about. <laughs> yeah, anymore good, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> she lost to Sabalenka in Adelaide and hasn't really played much. And uh, I, I mean, Ash Barty is looking sweet going into the, the AO. She's just won Adelaide. She's the first Australian woman to win a title at home since like 2011 and I thought you know being at home she was going to kind of get a bit nervous or I don't know just feel the pressure but she seems really relaxed and so I'm not sure that's going to be a factor for her because she just seems to have such a good team around her. You've put you've put on the script that you think she has a decent draw well, I, I think <laughs> the complete opposite. I mean, she's got Rybakina potentially in the third round, who yeah, yeah. is an absolute, again, isn't, you know, that is a player you don't want to face. She's completely in form at the moment. Uh, she won. She's uh, won. She won. Um, she just won Hobart. Hobart and uh, she got to the final in Shenzhen. Yeah, so I, I think yeah. that is a that is a nightmare. Alison Risk, we know, is a very good player on her day at Grand Slam level, can take out, you know, big, big name players potentially in the fourth round. And then you've got either Kvitova or Madison Keys potentially in the quarterfinals, which, you know, Kvitova, Grand Slam pedigree, Madison Keys, one of the cleanest ball strikers, you know, on the on the women's tour. Oh, and then if you get through that, you've got Osaka or Serena. I just think like, <laughs> I just think she's got, personally, I just think she's got an absolutely, no matter how good tennis she's playing, She's got an absolute nightmare draw, in my opinion. I think, can I just say, with Rybakina, I put this down before she went and won Hobart. So, uh, I mean, the thing is, maybe 
We don't know what Ryby Keane is like in a slam. She might not even get to the third round. It's so unpredictable, isn't it? Which is why I love it. But Alison Risk as well. She did beat Barty at Wimbledon last year. I think that was in the fourth round. So, um, yeah, not an easy draw. Um, also, who doesn't have an easy draw is Karolina Pliskova. I think she's got a tough one. Miladenovic in the first round, who we know on her day can beat the you know world. She beat Barty at the Fed Cup. Yeah, not she's playing got, in Australia. Um, so, <laughs> well, exactly. Pavlochenkova third round. Von Drusova, who's come back from injury and has been doing really well already. Um, in think, the fourth round, really, has possibly. she? Has she? I'll yeah, be amazed she, if Von Drusova. I'll be amazed no, if Von Drusova. She's had some really four. solid results uh, in the first two weeks. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, if Pliskova can get through to like the quarters, I can. I mean, I can see Pliskova getting to the semis, but but we know she's just not in. She doesn't have that sort of slam. <laughs> even though she's the number two, even though she's the number two seed, it's I know like, we overlook her. I know it's so crazy that we we it's it's like I think you know with the I mean with the women's draw it's like it's it might not go to the the seeds as much um you know as I said I think Barty and Pliskova even though they're the number 1 and and number 2 seeds I think yeah they've got they've got pretty tricky draws compared to I think some of the other players um Serena's draw I, is very yeah. easy I think um I mean, Potapova, I think she did have a big scalp last year. I think she took out Kerber somewhere, but I mean, Kerber's not in any form. So um, Zidanezek, second round, Wang, third round, possibly Conta in the fourth round. That Conta's not going to get there, is she? Um, uh, mm, I'd be very much surprised if she did. Yeah. Probably more likely to be Yastremska, yeah. who got to the that final in Adelaide. That would be tasty, especially as Yastremska is now coached by Sasha Bajin, who obviously spent many years working with Serena. Um and then Osaka quarterfinal. I think everyone's kind of looking at that Serena Osaka quarter as obviously being kind of the the go to popcorn match um, when they then you know, when they face each other in, in the quarter if they both get that far. Um, and then I think we'd be looking at what a Serena Barty semi or a Serena Osaka. I mean, sorry, a Barty Osaka semi. They're in the same segment, of the, you know, like the same half of the draw. So that's looking perhaps the most likely scenario um i mean i would i would think it would be great to see serena play ash barty in the semi-finals you know ash barty's home slam serena going for what slam 24 i think that would be such a such a great match to follow um and talking about asaka she's she's got a, an all right draw i think um third round she could play barbora stritzkova or possibly coco goff if she were to get that far um obviously let's just mention coco goff has been given venus williams in the first round unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable that's like, that's like a that's like a match from the gods that's like a second time you know. in three slabs because they face each other at wimbledon <laughs> yeah. but obviously coco goff won that one and i'm predicting the coco goff will win this one as well because venus oh. has literally no form at all she hasn't played in oh. in months i think so I'm gonna. I mean, we could argue about this in the collector set, but I'm. I'm not. I'm, You're not sure. I'm having none of. No, oh. I'm having none of it. I think Venus Williams is going to win. What win the whole tournament? No, I think she's going to beat Coco Goff. <laughs> oh right, I see. Okay. So anyway, one of them might come up against Osaka in the third round. Fourth round could be Sophia Kenin for Osaka, um, and then yeah, the quarter likely to be Serena. Um, I mean, it's just. 
there's so there's so much depth depth it's in women's lot. tennis. Yeah. yeah, you just look at some of the first round matches. Madison Keys, who's been in really good form reaching the final in Brisbane. She's got Daria Kazakina in the first round, which, you know, Kazakina has really like fallen from where she was this time last year. She has no confidence, probably, you know, isn't isn't in any good form, but that's still a tasty match because we know what Kazakina <laughs> is capable of. Mm-hmm. Sloane I mean, Stevens in absolutely no form yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. She lost. She lost to like I think she lost to like the what someone outside the top two hundred in like in like three and two the other week the other day. Has uh, got Zhang. I, I I can't see her living up to it. You know, I can't see her. Uh, almost like Sloane Stevens. Um, people can Sloane Stevens fans are probably going to hate me uh, saying this. It's like Sloane Stevens, like the it's just like the women's tour version of Alex Verev at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm looking at her in the draw and totally discounting her, which might be to, you know, my discredit. I mean, can you, you might prove can us you, wrong. But... Yeah, can you, re- can you all discount a Grand Slam winner? Well, and she reached, uh, off, like... she's reached another final of a slam, hasn't she? She lost that mm. French Open final to Halep. So oh, it's just, when when no when someone's not been in any form, it's just really hard to suddenly yeah. see them yeah. put a run together. Um, we've also got Donna Vekic playing Sharapova in the first round, which is I think that's a, such a a good matchup. Um, Sharapova obviously that. has Vekic. a wild card, but yeah, I hope Vekic comes through that. Um, Suarez Navarro isn't she one of your faves, Joel? She's playing Sabalenka in the first her round. Last, this is her last <laughs> season oh. on tour. Kim, we've got to savor these moments. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm fully expecting a Sabalenka two and two victory or something. <laughs> uh, has been. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, Sabalenka has been in good form. Mm. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say that. Yeah, uh, Putintseva against Suwei Shui or Suwei Shei. I think I'm saying it wrong. Um, I mean, Suwei Shei is just such a chilled out, like She's peaceful so cool. sort of player, and then Putintseva. It's just like the most angriest lady on the tennis court. So complete polar opposites there, which will probably make good uh, good fun for the spectators. Uh, and then, yeah, Von Drusova, Kuznets over, and then Mladenovic, Pliskova. So, um, yeah, some interesting, again, some interesting, fascinating round one matchups that, you know, genuinely could go either way. And I think it is interesting that we've got, we've got players in the draw that, have proven themselves at Grand Slams in the past. And we're almost kind of writing them off, you know, players like Stone Stevens, Angelique Kerber. We haven't even mentioned Angelique oh, no. Kerber. Um, it, I, yeah, because it's over had a moment, you know, last season. I, I, it's just like, it's, there are so many different um, unknown quantities lurking in the women's draw that it's going to be... Uh, and another yeah, player, an um, I mean, we've got, you know, Wozniacki. She's retiring after... The AO, oh, of course. Yep. So she she's got Christy on in the first round, which I think is perfectly winnable. I think she might, if Wozniacki can progress through, she may be on to face Serena in like the fourth round. It, like that could happen, which would be a nice a nice kind of ending for Wozniacki because you know she's like best mates with Serena. So I hope she has a decent tournament if it's if it's going to be her last and, one. And if it's not a nice ending, I'm pretty sure they're playing each other in like. Wozniacki's exhibition farewell in Copenhagen. In, uh, in, in Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Yes, so they can have a laugh. They are. <laughs> and also, um, Danielle Collins, she has been in pretty fiery form uh, in the run up to the AO. 
obviously she was a semi-finalist last year, but she lost to Barty in the semis in Adelaide um, just just literally last week. And already this year, she's beaten Bencic and Svitolina, um, which is crazy. So look out for her in the draw because I think she could potentially meet... Oh, I think she could meet Halep in the third round, which is not good for my prediction at all. <laughs> and also Halep, she's got to play Jennifer Brady in the first round, who beat Barty in Brisbane. And she- and Sharapova. And Sharapova. So that is... Back to re- back, so, oh, mm. Halep could go out first round. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so lots of um, exciting matchups. I mean, I'm still under- I'm so totally undecided when it comes to the women's draw. I think it could be Barty, Osaka, Serena. I think those three, I think the title will come from one of those players. S- Svitolina, not even spoken about Svitolina. Mm. She was probably one of the most consistent, um, you know, looked really good uh, on a hard court at the US Open. Yeah. I know she lost to Serena. She got she thrashed saw- by Collins last week, though. And, you know, at Slam, she just doesn't seem to... I know mm. she reached the semis of Wimbledon last year. Was it Wimbledon? I think it was. But she just lacks kind of conviction when okay. it comes to okay. the deep end. I, I don't look at her and think, oh, she's going to do it. But... Okay. I mean, Benchich, well, I mean got- Benchich could, uh, you know, Benchich has has got really good record against like Asaka. You know, we know she can kind of beat anyone on a given day. So, but I, I personally think Asaka, Serena, or Barty, the title will probably go to one of them. Um, and we've also uh, yeah. <laughs> we've also got we've also got British interests as well. And we've got quite a lot of British interests actually because uh, we've got. You know, we've got obviously Conta, Katie Balter's going to be there, Heather Watson, who's been in a great run of form, also in the main draw, and, and Harriet Dart has qualified mm. as well. Um, as soon as I saw Harriet Dart qualifying, I was thinking, well, it can't go any worse than the last time she was in the main draw. Um, <laughs> was it Maria Six Love, Sharapova. Six Love? Maria Sharapova, double bagel. Oh, I, think no. it, I think it was the first match as well. Like, it was literally first match on, on whatever, on show court, and she was off within an hour so hopefully i mean i think she faces uh misaki doi um in this first round so you know i think she's you know obviously she's playing well at the moment um and yeah i let's come on come on harriet dart come on the I, think you can party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean she's got to get some games against misaki doi yeah. isn't she I, I think you know she could i think she could she could win that one actually i, I definitely um, think that's winnable 100 yeah. percent for sure. I mean, it's more winnable than Katie Balter, um, who's got Svitolina first round. Mm. I, so I, Tricky. I, I don't, yeah, I, I'm not expecting, I, I mean, Balter's, you know, it's her first match back. And then you've got, you know, Svitolina in the first round. That's totally not ideal. Also, I have low expectations for Jo Conta. She's playing Ons Yabor first round. And it didn't Ons Yabor beat her at Eastbourne last year. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, that rings a bell. And obviously mm. Joe's been struggling with this knee injury, so I just don't know exactly what kind of um, shape she's going to be in. I, so I'm going to go in there not not expecting too much. Heather Watson, I think maybe she's the one we should be looking at. You know, she reached the semis in Hobart and only just lost to Rubikina. That was a close three-set match um, in that semi. And she's got Christina Pliskova. So I think, well, I mean, I'd, it would be great if Hev could make a run here. Like I mean, Hev, it's been a long Hev, time since she Hev has. Loves, 
had loves playing Hobart. I think she she, she won, won it, it, I think, mm. a couple of years ago or whatever. And, you know, she's definitely played herself into some form. And yeah, I think I think my eyes are more, yeah, on Heather Watson than, than Joe Conta because, you know, with I mean, I yes, I agree with Conta, you can't write her off at your own peril, but um, you know, this knee injury, it, it sounds like one that's more kind of like you manage it as opposed to like it's going to keep me out of tennis for you know for however long but um you know i um yeah I, i'm i'm more excited more more optimistic i think about watson's chances than than conta's we will see she'll probably get embroiled in a, another long epic three-set <laughs> match and cause a lot of stress to any british fans watching um courtside um, <laughs> um we should just say the doubles draws have come out as well um, so I think we're going to be looking at them a bit more in our round one catch up because the doubles, you know, doesn't typically start till a couple of days in. But one thing we should mention is that world number one, uh, men in men's doubles, Robert Farah has, um, well, there's been a bit of dodgy news surrounding him and a, and a drugs test, isn't there, Joel? So he's not playing the Australian Open. Um, I think he tested positive for a substance. Yeah, he's he. I think he originally came out cited personal reasons for not playing, but then it basically came out that he failed a drug test. And the reason he, um, the reason for that, uh, his words, not mine, was essentially uh, some meat he was eating in Colombia normally has this drug in it or something. And so he said because he, he'd been eating a lot of that meat, it's shown up. Yeah. Um, so I mean. I, I don't know. I can't comment because uh, I don't know. You know, I, they need to investigate. We'll see. I don't know how long it'll be, you know, when the outcome of that. But yeah, it's a shame because they were obviously doing very well. And um, I'm not sure actually if, if his partner Cabal has found a new partner. I'm sure he probably would have done um, being world number one. <laughs> Kim, don't worry. Uh, there is, there will be still Leighton Hewitt still playing doubles <laughs> at Grand Slams. Uh, I oh. saw he's been given a wild card, another wild card with uh, Jordan Thompson. So they will be in the men's doubles draws. Is Leighton Hewitt just going to play every like men's doubles? Till he's like 80, he'll just be in the men's doubles. <laughs> just getting wild cards yeah. left, right and centre. Also, yeah. um, Ash Barty's in the women's doubles draw. Like We know she normally plays um, doubles as well, but I, it's interesting that she's still deciding to do that. Um, she's playing with Yulia Gurgis, so they're not seeded, but um, you know, we know she's a terrific doubles player as well. So it's just interesting that she's still deciding to do that um, alongside her singles campaign as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, right, let's move on to Collector Sets, which I know we have both been very excited about. Our listeners have been very excited about they've been uh putting their predictions to us in their droves i think we've got about we've got about, i think we've hit 30 we have like 30 entries now some for something around then um but yes this is collector set for our listeners who don't know this is our uh predictions for the tournament we pick six players three men three women and you tell us where how far you think they're going to go in the draw uh, so we announced on Twitter earlier this week that the players for our collector set were uh, Novak Djokovic, Andre Rublev, Dan Evans, and then from the women's side, Coco Goff, Serena Williams and Ash Barty. So, yeah, we've had our listeners giving us their predictions. Some I agree with, some I don't agree with. 
Um, but we are going to reveal our predictions now, Kim. Oh, I don't. I mean, you've kind of alluded to some of the some of the yeah. um, some of your thoughts. Um, let's start with the men. Novak Djokovic. What have you gone there? Well, I've said he's going to win. Yeah, me too. I mean, that was, yeah. (laughs) I think most of our listeners have put him as the winner. Yeah, I think that was probably the most agreed on, looking at everyone who's entered so far, that was probably almost like the most agreed agreed answer. Um, So let's move, let's go to Rublev. Where have you got Rublev ending up? Um, I've put him ending up as a quarterfinalist, losing to Medvedev. So... we just, I feel like we. I have also got him as a quarterfinalist. Oh. I, I think he could play. He could play David Goffan, who's technically a higher seed than mm. him in the third round. Um, but but if he comes through that, yeah, it's it's pretty. I think he can navigate it to the quarters. So I think someone, I, one of our listeners, put him to win. I think really, <laughs> which I thought Love was it. quite out there. But. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Um, yeah, so Dan Evans, what have you put for Dan Evans? Um, I have gone for him getting to round three and oh, yeah. then losing to Novak Djokovic, like 3-3 three, three in love or something. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've gone, I think I've gone, yeah, I think he's he's playing really well. I just, I don't really see, uh, yeah, I I just think he can, uh, yeah, I think he'll get to the third round. What about okay. you? I put second round. I think he's going to lose to Laszlo Jair of Serbia. <laughs> I mean, that's a big, I mean, that is I a hope, big call. I hope big not. I just, I just, I'm not sure. I just have a, have an inkling that he might not get to the third round. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, so Coco Goff. <sighs> round one. Oh, yeah, he did say he thought I Venus think, would win. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm banking on a Venus Williams victory. She hasn't played since October, you know. I know, yes, I know. <laughs> I've gone big. I've I definitely have gone big. Um, I, I still think for me this is like I don't know. It's a fifty-fifty. I think I think Venus Williams will be fired up, and mm. you know, I don't, I, I don't, I think it will mitigate how long off, you know, how off court she has been over the last few months. So okay. uh, yeah, I'm going Venus Williams. Uh, so Goff round one exit okay well I haven't gone that much further I've got Goff losing in the second round I think she's would possibly play Barbora Stritzkova and I, I sort of I don't see her actually overcoming Stritzkova I do think that Goff will go quite far in the doubles though with Katie McNally because yes, they are yes. a really good doubles team so um, I'm more excited maybe to see <laughs> what she does in the doubles um, so Serena Williams uh, well if 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 you had if well I've gone. I've gone winner. Like I Ooh, said in my in the preview in the the preview season, the season preview show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing a Serena Williams victory. Margaret Court's going to hate it. Uh, <laughs> everyone else, is, everyone else is going to love it. Um, and I think yeah, she's finally gonna she's finally gonna um, win <laughs> win a Grand Slam fi- final post post motherhood. So it's really um, hard, yeah, isn't it, to like predict when you haven't actually seen them step onto court yet because after like the second you know two rounds in we'd probably be able to make more accurate predictions but um, i mean serena won auckland looked great i know but i, I was thinking she didn't think she she beat amanda and anisimova comfortably and obviously she beat pagula comfortably but they weren't like top top players so i still have question marks okay, about her okay. you know facing up to osaka and I've actually put Serena losing in the quarterfinals. I think Osaka will beat her. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Serena Osaka yeah. quarterfinal. Uh, yeah. But I mean, interesting. Oh, I don't know. And then Ash Barty. 
What were we thinking? Ash Barty. What have I gone there? Uh, I wrote this down one sec. I've got Ash Barty quarterfinals losing to Kvitova. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I've got Ash Barty quarterfinals losing to Keys. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, so okay. I, right. I'm still, there's a question mark in my mind about Barty on the home stage and the, at, at the deeper stages. Um, so I think in my mind, because I've put Serena and Ash Barty both as quarterfinalists, I'm thinking Osaka's going to get through them both. Well, get through that. That's half of the draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still hoping Halep will will win because I missed <laughs> her at the start of the season. Um, but she has. I don't, I don't think. I don't think that's likely. But we will see. We will see. Yes, we will see. And and listeners, if you want to enter our collector set, there is still time. Um, it's literally open up until. I don't know the first up up until the the first point of the Australian Open. So if you want to enter um, and you're on Twitter, just uh, you know tweet us at Passing Shot Pod with your predictions. Um, the players we're looking for are Djokovic, Rublev, Evans, Goff, Serena Williams, and Ash Barty. Um, you can also email us PassingShotPod at gmail.com. or if you want to, you can let us know on Instagram as well. Uh, our handle is at passing shot pod but yeah we've got a good i think we've got a good set um of 30 or so names that have put themselves into the hat and uh, yeah we'll be keeping everyone posted um on how everyone is doing on twitter so make sure you follow us on twitter to keep um updated um and yeah i mean we still haven't really got a prize for for, for winning collector sets just but, a pride uh, what, what more could we, anyone want yeah um, i have been i have been for for everyone who has entered, I have been working on a uh, honours board, a roll of honour on the website for Collector <laughs> Set. Um, it's up at the moment. It is live, but it looks pretty terrible. Uh, but um, I will be working on that to yeah get a get a leaderboard up there um, for uh, to recognise our best the best predictors amongst our listeners, and also whether you can beat me and Kim. Uh, probably not difficult based on our on our history of predictions. Um, but uh yes yes collect set um yeah looking forward to that um yeah and i think that's i think that kind of wraps it up um, we'll be back um at the end of kind of pretty much each round to give our two pence worth on happenings at the ao so um we'll be keeping everyone up to date as the tournament goes on um hope everyone's ready to have no sleep for the next two weeks and <laughs> i'm working really weird um shift patterns at the moment so i've realized that my window of sleep is actually the exact window where the play is on which is oh, totally convenient. not ideal um <laughs> so as soon as the tennis starts i basically need to sleep um and then when i wake up it's probably pretty much over so i might be watching a lot uh, on catch up um over the next two weeks but we'll see how it goes um wish i was there although i mean it the weather out in melbourne i mean obviously no, it's a bizarre. Lot, it a is lot bizarre. Of, um issues with the air quality uh it really affected the qualifying i think was it yakupovic she was she collapsed um on the court a lot of players said they felt unwell because of the the um the air it, it's like hailing at the moment it's it's oh. rain is that Rain is the issue um, more than the smoke now, it, it appears. So, you know, I, um, I think there's even chat that the, the um, I think play for day one actually might be um, it might be a bit stop start because of the, the weather on the, mm. you know, the outside courts, not under not under any sort of roof. So, um, yeah, I don't think smoke is going to well, 
hopefully smoke is not going to be an issue because I think the rain has come and has sorted that all, or sorted that all out. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we can just get on, get on now with the tennis, get on with the tournament. And uh, yeah, as Kim said, we will be doing our round by round coverage, hopefully um, for the next two weeks. And I hope you can join us for our catch-ups um but in the meantime yeah if you enjoy listening to the show remember to subscribe to us on the the podcast platform that you're listening to and if you're listening to us on apple podcasts uh and you're really enjoying it yeah make sure you give us a rating and leave us a comment but for now enjoy day one of the australian open and we'll be back shortly so uh thanks for listening and goodbye Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.